Welcome back to the Backlog Breakdown. We're here for another righteous episode where we're going to be talking about my favorite number. And what number is that? It's 64, dude! I'm your host, Josh Brocklow, and today with me, and for at least the first half of the episode... Got Mr. Nate McKeever. Well, well, I don't know sir. with that that opening bit, man. I might be taking a heart out much earlier. <laughs> Just leave right now. I can't even Dude, stay. That, I mean, that was that was some pretty sick surfer bro kind of vibes, man. Like was I, that I was, like nineties gnarly, dude? It, it like was it was Keanu guy? Reeves. It was um oh my gosh, why can't I think of the the Circle K things are afoot at the Circle K? Why can't I think of the name of the movie? Um, it is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Okay, is okay, what okay. I was trying to channel. Um, okay. they, they use a different number, but yeah, if you know, you know, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. All right. All right. But all right. yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was trying to go for. I guess okay. I guess it didn't really come out, but no, no, that's, that, that's kind of fun. I mean, I kind of missed the reference a, a little bit. I was like, but I, I liked it. Oh, I, liked it. I, I didn't well, thank you. I didn't hate it. I mean, I kind of <laughs> did. <laughs> but I didn't hate it as much as other things. Mm, but yeah. I hate lots of things. Like I mean, like seething hatred. I'm just like so. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know if you've listened to it yet, but I got to do. Uh, so let, let's just roll into like catching up over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. How how's your Fortnite been? Uh, my Fortnite. Oh, oh, oh. I think you you misspoke. I think <laughs> what you meant to be is like you meant to say. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's been, been two weeks since I talked to you. Yeah, that. And you, you want to know how? Yeah, it's, it's been. been. Yeah, yeah. yeah since how, how has um, it been? You're, you're welcome. You're, you're very welcome. I know you. <laughs> that you love the seething that. hatred is bubbling you, out of you. Me crave right now, it. So. <laughs> See, I, I just need to like sort of <laughs> reciprocate, get you kind of on my level. Um, normally, I ask you how you're doing, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll kick this one off. I'll be a little right. selfish. Um, I don't know if you listened to it yet, but uh, I got to sub in and do a little bit of like talking about the Xbox showcase with Logan uh, over on TRG. Like they did a, a kind of a, I don't know if it was an emergency episode or whatever. And then, and then he and I recorded some stuff uh, for uh, uh, the, the, this breakdown snapshot thing that we just mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Um, so, but that was, that was fun. That was cool. Um, but then, you know, I, like I was, I was kind of like Mike. I was like, I listened to it, and he's like, "You guys were like way harder on Xbox than I would have been." And I was like, "Dude, mm. I thought I was being nice. <laughs> like I thought, like, I like here it is. I'm like, kind of. I'm not really singing the praises of Xbox because, like, I mean, my thing is like, I'm interested. I think it was a good showcase. I think there's a lot of like reasons to be like cautiously optimistic, but like." Mm-hmm. I also was like, you know, let, let's be honest and have a discussion about like Xbox has kind of been pooping the bed for like the last five years. Um, so like one good that showcase is super gross. that is, is super disgusting. That well, I wish they wouldn't do it. I mean, what they've been doing is pretty gross. Like it's, but like they haven't really like in the, the last five or six years, they haven't really done anything really all that amazing. I know that they had like mm-hmm. a good year a couple of years ago or something like that, but a lot of that was stuff that like it was anyways. Yeah. I'm not trying to go down that road, but I just said like, let's kind of like, just like, I think it's, it's, 
for the first time in a long time, I'm really curious. I'm really kind of optimistic about what Xbox is doing. But also, like, let's just not get too, like, let's not get too crazy. Let's not get, like, too, like, sort of, like, high on, you know, hype juice kind of stuff. Like, let's just. Don't want to get too high on life. Yeah, no. Don't want to get that, like, hi fi rush going through you. No, no hi fi rushes. You don't want to get too high on life. It's like you, you kind of just want to be mellow. I don't have a, there's, I don't have, or you want to be sort of. A, a lot of the times, like when when we're on the hype train, our expectations we, we get kind of starstruck. It's like the, we, the, our, dude, our that, expectations that are all eh. the way into the star field. Yeah, <laughs> not not great, friend. We have an <laughs> infinite amount of expectations. Wow. <laughs> Wow, that that's uh, teraflops. Uh, there's so many te- all the teraflops. <laughs> I've got. I've. <laughs> I wanted to do a Donald Trump impression, but I just. I, <laughs> oh, the teraflops! Oh, the teraflops! People say I've got the best teraflops. So I can't. It's so I, bad. I, it's, this it's, so it's bad. just weird. It's I hate be, it. It's so bad. Uh, we need to stop this. But it was like, and but like, I was like, I was like, Micah. Like I was like I thought I was being nice, mm. and like so apparently I'm just a big fat meanie. Um, <laughs> emphasis on the big and fat. And Micah definitely called me big and fat. He was like, "You're just a big fat gross meanie." Um, yeah, he did not actually call me any of those things. Um, but nice. Um, it was it was fun to have that conversation, and like I said, you awesome. know, just sort of touching on on the showcase i'm i'm i am pretty like i said i'm very pretty what the the terms i use is very cautiously optimistic mm-hmm. but yeah. i think like if they actually deliver it's going to be pretty exciting mm-hmm. you know oh for so. sure yeah but, it's definitely one of the it uh, okay so i'm like the worst guy in the world to talk about video game news right now i just don't mm-hmm. keep up with it very much um but like, i don't care in general, right? I have so many games to play already, and I'm playing flipping Tears of the Kingdom. So that's going to take. Oh, this year, like, dude! Years. This year too. I was talking to Parker about this. This year is terrible. Like for just like I want to buy a whole bunch of stuff. Like Diablo Four was like a brainless. Like mm-hmm. oh, give me Tears of the Kingdom is is mm-hmm. on my list. Uh, Spider Man Two is coming out at some point mm-hmm. in time this year. Freaking Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy 16 is sounding like it's going to and looking like it's going to be an absolute banger Mm -hmm. on Armored Core 6. And it's not talking Mm -hmm. about stuff like Sea of Stars, not to mention like Octopath Traveler 2. Like there's a whole mess of crap out there that like that from this year that I'm like, give me please. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Anyways. there's more than enough to play for this year. That's like already come out. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. All that said, uh, just kind of along with that, I guess, is that I I think if Xbox is doing well, it's better for everyone. Like competition mm-hmm. is a good thing. <laughs> so that's my that's my two cents. Is like I've heard that people are hyped on this Xbox conference. Awesome. I'm yeah. glad. Like I'm glad to hear that they're actually kind of um, at least you know trying more so than they have or. I say that games take a long time to develop. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they're at a point where they have stuff to show. So, yeah, yeah, it sounds no, it sounds I, good. How about you, man? How uh, yeah. how's uh, how's how's your your Fortnite been? 
Yeah, yeah, been been doing good. Um, it is, you know, currently in job search mode, so that's kind of at the forefront of my mind. Meeting with people, um, you know, having talks, and 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 that's been good. It's been good. It's been encouraging. Um, the job search process itself, it's just so weird. It it's weird because of what it's revealed in myself of like, you know, I'll I'll submit a resume and then I won't hear back, and then I won't hear back, and then I'm just like, oh no. You know, what's going on? I'm so excited. I just want to hear back, you know, a day later. And no, that's not how the, any of this, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Um, mm. And so, so it can be, can be a, what's the cliche, a roller coaster of emotion sometime. <laughs> but, um, but overall, it's good. I'm, you know, we're still in early days. So I'm not, I'm not too concerned. And I mean, there's tons of things out there. It's just also like, okay, let's drill down into some of the stuff that, mm-hmm you know, what do we want? So we're, we're currently kind of assessing, you know, uh, whether or not we, or how much value we're placing on the location of wherever it is that we will be. So we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But yeah, that's all kind of in the forefront of my mind is, Hey, I'm unemployed. (laughs) So that's, I, I, you know, it's just sort of an interesting sort of thought exercise is like how that does mm-hmm. really just mess with, I don't know about you, man, and how you're dealing with it, but I know mm-hmm. that every time I've lost a job or left a job under maybe like not the best circumstances, you know, cause mm-hmm. I've been laid off a couple of times, gotcha. you know, uh, I've been fired once or twice. Um, mm-hmm. I have been, have been fired. Uh, yeah. Um it is a really like it's it's I think it's interesting that like the way that that does work on me, yeah did work on me. Mm-hmm. Um like it was like I don't have like th- this thing that was such a core part of my identity and what I did because cuz what we do is important to to us as as yeah. as men I think. Mm-hmm. Like especially in that sort of that that respect so like Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, for sure. That's tough to navigate. Mm-hmm. It's it's honestly though it's it's been a bit more affirming. Like I totally understand that. Like there's there's the pitfall there. But for me, it was kind of like now that I'm untethered from yeah from my job. It's it's my job at that church. It's like, do I want to continue on in ministry? And honestly, it's like all. Yes, like a hundred percent yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like that's what I want to pursue. Um, so I mean but now it's it's figuring out what that looks like, you know. Yeah. But yeah. um but but that part is cool. And then again, meeting with different people um, you know, that I've known and and getting affirmation from them as well has been super cool. So yeah. There's there's cool. tons of opportunity. It's just a matter of, of figuring figuring this piece out. So well, and, and just to sort of address it uh, real quick, mm-hmm. I mean, you mentioned that I'm only going to be here for the first half of the episode. Yes. Uh, I am, I, I've got to dip out. Like, I can't stay up too late tonight, tomorrow. Um, well, I, actually, at the time of recording, for me, to later today, Megan and I, uh, <laughs> we have a court date for some adoption stuff. And we're not quite at the finish line, but we're like mm-hmm. way closer to actually being done. So if, as long as this goes through without any, without any complications or whatever, we are sort of like one step closer. And we're, we're it's, it's, 
not quite uh, like the the massive weight off my chest yet kind of moment. That that's okay. probably still like a month out ish. Okay. Um, but it, yeah, it it'll this puts us one step closer to actually being able to formalize the adoption. So that's awesome. And that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so it. And and as sort of it's like one of those things as we get closer to the finish line. Anyway, all that being said, that's why I can't stay up super late tonight. I, yeah, I we, we gotta get I gotta get up. Um, and sort of yeah. So cool. yeah, um, we do have a special guest coming on though. So that'll be yeah. that'll be fun. It won't you won't just hear me for you know another. It won't, it won't be whatever, just so. me me that'll sort of dipping out and then Josh just sort of rambling Twiddling. on. I mean yes, yes. he he will ramble on, but it will mm-hmm. also be. With a special guest, I we're was excited. Born I, I think we're excited. Man. It's like it's kind of, it's kind of. This is really interesting. It, it yeah. is sort of. It's a cool opportunity. Sort of just yeah, really cool little opportunity. But, anyways, well, let's keep this thing with sort of moving said. along. We have another form to be observed. Ah, so Joshua, uh, form in the form of a report. Do you have anything to report on for your backlog report? Come on, my, my backlog. See. Okay, so so games and beatdown score, nothing has changed. Still playing Tears of the Kingdom, and it's still huge and expansive and crazy. Um, I don't feel that I'm much of any closer to the end of the game. Although I've got I've done more stuff. I've enjoyed my time. I am enjoying my time with it. Um, but yeah, just chugging along. So my score uh, is still at negative three, right? Negative five. Negative five. Yeah. Okay. Negative five. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah. The the thing about tears is just the the sense of adventure and exploration as well. Yeah, I went uh, I went swimming with family uh, sometime last week and saw these you know big rocks jutting out of the water. And it's like, oh, that reminds me of the game. Like, I kind of want to climb it like Link does, kind of a thing. You want to use your ultra hand and stick them together? Yeah, that too. That would be super cool, and just like bash a tree with it. That would be fun. Um, anyways, that's, that's what I've been playing. Uh, so it's, that sounds boring. I've been playing a good amount of it, but it just, there's just so much to do (laughs) and I love it. Uh, have been reading some books. Okay. Cool. Cool, So, or, or primarily listening to books. Okay. But I'm going to put it in the reading category. I've, I've listened to this one, uh, year, year, two years, three years, four years, who knows? A while ago. So it was a re-listen, but it's really good. It's The Masculine Mandate by Richard D. Phillips. It's a good one. I check it out. Um, and then I've also, right now, I'm currently listening to a book that's, I, I think it's fairly newly released because um, I saw uh, Ligonier say something about it. But it is a book called Hard Sayings by R.C. Sproul, where he just tackles hard sayings in the in the Bible, whether that's hard because they're they're hard to accept or hard as in just difficult to understand. So, you know, what's the deal with head coverings was one that uh, he tackled. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me that was the actual title of that section. <laughs> Please tell me yeah. that, that, that was the actual title of that section. Uh, no. What's no, the deal the with head coverings? <laughs> I mean, is it the hair or is it? <laughs> and what, why are there angels here? Anyways, um, no, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a good listen. It's fun. Um, and then lastly, so this one has a little bit more of a story, uh, that goes back to our friend, Nick Porch, 
that we've been talking about music in the Discord, and he introduced me to this artist that I've heard for a long time, but I've never actually gotten around to listening to his music. His name is Nick Cave. Um, so Nick okay. Cave and the Bad Seeds. Yeah, dude. I've been listening to some of his music and just kind of fell down a rabbit hole. He's just such an interesting character to me because I so, really, yeah. I just wanted to double back, like, mm-hmm. and I, I, I kind of zoned out for a second. I was actually looking up the Hard Science book. Gotcha. So I got distracted. You've never listened to Nick Cave before? I've never listened to Nick Cave before. Oh, no. dude. Yeah. So Lucky so you, man. To his ca- catalog. Yeah. Dude, he's like, th- that band is a lot of fun. Like, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and maybe that's the wrong term because so, some of their stuff is not like fun. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I was introduced through murder ballads. So. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you get it. Yes, but well, it's it even that word. It is fun because it's so over the top. Like it's mm-hmm. so it's so intentionally. It's it's almost like the movie version is campy. You know, mm-hmm. it's almost like campy music because it's so like holy shnikes, That's not even dark necessarily, but just like oh okay. No, it's it's literally it's, just a song about murder. <laughs> okay, it's, but it's it's like so. There's a band, um, Murder by Death, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Nick Cave, that particular album actually remind like I, th- those kind of things. Like they're kind of, and maybe it's the name or like Murder sure. Ballads. Mm-hmm. And it's been a long time since I've listened to that album too. It's been mm-hmm. at least well, when I say a long time, I mean like a couple of years. Um, no. I'm also not like the music. I'm not super music guy. Like I, I no. don't listen to music the way I used to. Anyways, right. Um, but murder by death, like, is a much more less campy version of, but mm-hmm. like of of kind of that vibe. Okay, like to me, no. um, I'm I'm not saying that there's a ton of. It's not even a ton of like the a similar. I don't know. There might be some similarities in the sound and stuff like that. I don't. It's been a mm-hmm. long time since I've listened to murder ballads. Um, I listen to Murder by Death a lot. Um, gotcha. So, but what I'm saying is like that when you're talking about like it's like it's just an, a bunch of songs about murder. Like, <laughs> like it's kind of like Murder by Death does that kind of thing, but like it, theirs is also like a little more not a, not as tongue in cheek. I think yes, it's like that's a good way of putting it. Too, like yeah. Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, that that album especially, like because I have memories of that album. It's very mm-hmm. like tongue in cheek. It's almost mm-hmm. like kind of like you know how like Mortal Kombat just like is like gross and gory for the sake of being gross and gory. Like mm-hmm. it's almost like that, and it's not like it's not the same thing, but it's kind of like that. Like it's gonna be a bunch of like weird songs about murder, but it's not gonna mm-hmm. be like super hardcore serious. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's not, it's not serious, but I think there's a real artistry with mm-hmm. the songs that, that, it, that really impressed me. Cause frankly, I'm not very impressed by his vocals. I mm. am very impressed by his writing and his, his delivery, his performance. I like his sense. vocals though. I mean, I'm not okay. going to say like, I'm not like blown away, but I always, mm-hmm. I enjoyed them because they're not. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're it different. really fits. Yeah, yeah, it, yes, yes, exactly. Like he's exactly. not—he's not like an awesome vocalist, right? It's not like, but you, but, but in that particular context, he kind of rules. 
Yes, like it seems like it would be so much fun to see this dude perform live. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's doing some very different styles now. So, uh, but in part of that, he talks about that in a book that he's written. That's the reason that I brought him up. Okay. Is that um, there's this book that is a series of conversations between him and an Irish uh, 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 musician. Uh, so the the name of the book is Faith, Hope, and Carnage by Nick Cave and Sean O'Hagan, um, where he shares, well, yeah, a lot of thoughts and stories and things like that that I've been listening to as well, just because I fell down this rabbit hole of like, this just seems like such an interesting guy. I'm I'm curious to kind of get inside of his head a little bit. So been listening to that as well, and that's fun. And he's, so he's not a Christian, but he's he's very interested in Christ if that makes sense. Um, and in Christianity. So it's like, man, uh, it, it's not frustrating, but it's just like, come on, man. Like you're almost hey, there. there, there <laughs> I can't one. remember what album it is I was listening to, but mm-hmm. I was like, I was listening to it and I was like, dude, you are so close. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just like, he just sort of like needs a little bit of a tip and a nudge and he's just going to mm-hmm. fall Head first into salvation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's what kind I've of been. A weird way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You're good. Um, that's what I've been reading slash listening to mm-hmm. in terms of watching. Um, I did pick up and watch the Mario Brothers movie with my family just mm. earlier tonight. Such a fun movie. Really mm. enjoy but it. But you guys saw it in the theater too, right? We did. My wife and the youngest, Penny, did not see it, but they did see it tonight. So okay. cool, watched cool, it cool. as a family after dinner. We had breakfast for dinner and then Ooh. and then proceeded to watch Okay, Mario. so breakfast for dinner can be a variety mm. of things. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's as simple as like a bowl of cereal. Um, okay. No, was we it did like wa- pank? Okay, waffles, you did waffles, eggs, and, and sausage. Yeah. Nice. Like, so. I'm going to maybe have we, I don't know if we've ever had this discussion on air before. Dun, dun, dun. I prefer sausage to bacon. I agree. Um, it, you know, I, I, I like both. Yeah. I like both. And I, I really do enjoy bacon. <laughs> but I'm saying if somebody's like, hey, you can get some like nice, like nice links, little breakfast <laughs> links, or maybe like a nice couple of sausage patties. Yeah. I'm going to take those yeah. over, over the bacon. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And in gen, I'm so laid back though. It's like, whatever you have, Hey, I'll take it. Yeah. Or if I can do both. Cool. I'll do a little bit of both. We're good. I'm not, I'm not one that's like, Oh, bacon makes everything better. Like, like bacon on a burger. Oh, is fantastic. Like, don't get me wrong. Bacon does but, make a lot of things better, but not. Yeah. But everything. it's not like bacon is life, you know, like that. Yeah, no, I'm, bacon, I'm bacon's not down good, with that. Meme. Yeah. No, 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 no. I think, I think we're kind of like vibing on the same page here, Frank, yeah, on that sounds one. Sounds like it. Love it. Hey, so, the more, you know, anyways, you Mario know. brothers, good movie. I recommend it. Um, the only other thing that I've watched recently and watched through with my wife is this docu-series uh, I don't even remember what it's on. I think it's on Prime. I could be wrong. It's called Shiny Happy People. It's about uh, it's, it's sort of about the 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 twenty one kids and counting family, the Duggars, but it's more about the the church and teachings that they is that, that they, about like the Bill Goddard stuff. Yes, yes. I think Megan watched about. that too recently. I haven't watched it. I but yeah. Okay, 
So the thing that I have with this documentary um, is that it's very biased. You can tell that the people who made it are not Christians and do not like Christianity at all. Now, and they, I'm not they, familiar. They have an axe to grind. Yes, yes. I'm not familiar with Gothard, so I don't know how. Um, it, like it's he sounds pretty messed up from the way that this documentary portrays it, um, and that very well may be the case. So while they may have some very good points throughout this documentary. They are also very biased and they will throw in random things that have nothing to do with what they're saying just to, to, to put, so they'll like bring up something about, um, oh no, no, no. It was the homeschooling movement and how when desegregation happened that a bunch of families like started homeschooling their kids because they didn't want to be intermingled with African-Americans in their schools. You know and then who, it just jumped to the next thing of the, the Duggars homeschooling. So there was no connection between that, saying that that was directly connected. But that's, that's an just, unfair sort of history of it's, homeschooling. It's bringing is, something up to put it in your mind well, so that you think they're racist. Yeah, no, and, and <laughs> here's the thing. And it's, well, it's to sort of say like the people that sort of embrace homeschooling, they do it to get away from good progress exactly there's that kind of like but here's the thing like a lot of people don't understand that homeschooling started with a lot of really leftist progressive liberals who wanted their kids out of public schools like Mm. dude that's like when you look when you look at like the people who really started this it was a bunch of like secular liberals who pulled their kids out of schools Mm. because they didn't like public schooling Interesting. And, and, and it was like for similar reasons as to why Christians do it n- now, but yeah. some of the pioneers in homeschooling weren't actually Christians. Yeah. Yeah. They were secular leftists. Yeah. Anyways. That's, 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 yeah, that's interesting. I guess I didn't even think about like the history in terms of in, the history of homeschooling. It, it, but anyways, yeah, it's, it is yeah. totally a side issue. I, I just bring that up to say is that I do think the documentary overall was very biased, so I don't trust a lot of the sources. Yeah. Um, there are lots of people that are interviewed throughout the docuseries that have, that went through some horrible things. Um, sometimes that colors your perception of events. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, so I, and, and so I can't say like whether or not what they're saying in their circumstance was true of the entire movement. I, I just... It the was problem true. Is that I, I like, can't. Like I, it's it's that problem where it's like because it was true for this individual does not necessarily mean that it was true for everything, right? And but what you but the way that this a lot you know that was actually kind of like my problem with that Mars Hill the rise and fall of Mars Hill stuff. Yes, is that a lot of yes. those interviews was like well this person suffered under this thing and so it was just assumed that lots of other people did. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that lots or of that, other people that specific thing is what was taught. Or, or you even know. that that was like commonplace. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. it's just kind of like they make these assumptions that like, oh, well, this is like, yeah. No, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, man. And again, I am very willing to accept that that this whole movement that Gothard mm-hmm. started was was jacked up. It sounds like it. It sounds mm-hmm. like it was. So it sounds like this is you know bringing to at least making it very public in this documentary what what was wrong. And I'm totally 
okay with that happening. I just can very much can heavily see the biases. I mean, one of the people they interview is this, this YouTuber who just gets on, she does like her whole shtick is like watching videos of fundamentalists and then telling you what's wrong with them. Um, and, and she's, she's a leftist. So it's just like, okay, like this isn't even your can't, this is like the other side of the aisle. And you're just like, you know, mocking them. Like, why are you in a documentary? <laughs> it just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel, yeah. it feels like they're, you know, just who they, who they're bringing on is, is weird. That said, when they do actually interview, I, I really appreciated the interviews that they had with some of the, the older Duggar girls that, that agreed to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to hear from them because they're the ones that are like actually, you know, can give you. They're going to give you substantial. Like they're going to give right. substantial. Yeah. Like and like and by that I mean like stuff that is of sub- substance. Yes. There's meaningful contributions to the content. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, all that to say, I've already spent too much time on it. Is that honestly, I would not recommend the docu series unless you do like the Duggars or are familiar with them. I wasn't, I, I didn't really care. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I do think this, this shines some light on some of the messed up things. Some of the abuses in the family. That, yeah. Right. Right. And so in that case, yeah, like you should probably get a better perspective on that whole thing. Um, but if not, it, it just, it's, it's tread with caution. So I can't, I would not recommend it because it's so biased. Um, One of the last episodes is the last story. One of the last episodes talks about like it paints in this light, like how this movement wanted to train up children so that they could go into the political sphere. And it makes, it's like this huge, like scary thing of like, oh my gosh, they're trying to take over our government. And I'm like, well, duh. Like if you, if you believe in something strongly, like, why would you not want to raise up children to go into well the government? Like, it's a it's, it's not they, a, they want to act like it's some sort of like ulterior motive or kind yeah. of stuff. But it's it goes back to sort of what what uh, is it Penn or Teller? I can't whichever one mm-hmm. that used to be big and fat, mm-hmm. and the the one who talks right uh, and has a ponytail. <laughs> yes. Um, he, I remember that it just, it's one of my favorite anecdotes, but he tells a story about a fan, came, like a guy came and watched the show mm-hmm. and afterwards came up to him later and said, like, gave him a little Gideon's New Testament. And he was so touched by that. And this man is an avowed, like kind of a, not obnoxious, but like mm-hmm. a pretty aggressive atheist. Yeah. Um, And he was so touched because he was like, you know what, in that I could, I could tell that this man really, like he really believed what he was saying and he really cared about me as a human being. Yeah. And he said like, listen, this is, this is the thing is that if you really believe in this stuff and you're not proselytizing, you don't really believe in this stuff. And I was Mm -hmm. like, and, and again, I'm kind of paraphrasing that or whatever, but I was like, Oh, that's, that's actually really good. Like, (laughs) you know, and and that's kind of the thing. It's like, you know, the, the, we want to act like these fears are sacred, right? And it's like, well, well we don't want Christians in, in politics or public life or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, no, why, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I believe, like, the, the way that I would put it, right, is that I think you and I both 
and, and maybe some of the, the other listeners, but it's like, I think as a general rule, like for the most part, I don't feel like every politician needs to be a Christian or whatever. But, mm-hmm. and I don't think every Christian needs to have a su- super high political drive, right? Right. But I think we want good rulers. We should yeah. want, and we, we know that like good Christian men and women, you know, if they are called to that sphere, will help lead and rule well. Mm-hmm. Like, does it, uh, or in theory, right? And I get, it's like, right. it's like one of those things where it's like, Anyways, it's kind of like, like the, the sort of like the alarmist hand ringing there. It's like, right. oh, let's right. clutch our pearls. Yeah. It's like, dude, like the only reason you guys are all bent out of shape out of this is because like you disagree you know, with it. Because you disagree with it. If but they like, were, if, if they're preaching something you agreed with, then you would have no ex- problem with this. Exactly. <laughs> so you'd have no problem. Like, and that's that's like, they, yeah. They actually show that really well at the very end of the docu series. They talk about Christian TikTok. And how, oh no, they're disseminating this information, this, you know, basically the the teachings of Gothard. But it's so far removed. They don't even say it's particularly that. But basically, like, you know, whatever nugget of Christian teaching or whatever. They're doing that through TikTok. But then, like, 10 minutes later, they're like, this is what's amazing about the internet is we can now all share our stories so that people can hear about how the abuses that are going on. And so it's just like, 10 minutes ago, you just you, said that same thing was wrong. <laughs> and now you're saying well, that's what's amazing. Like, it, it's, it's just it's because the, you disagree. It's, it's, it's amazing because this is the stuff that we want to disseminate. Exactly. 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 Yeah. And so when I see that stuff throughout the documentary, I just can't, in good con, I, I can't recommend it because it's so biased. Oh, unless, and it's, it's, it's inconsistent. Want. Like, yeah. it's, it's like, it's kind of hypocritical. So, anyways, that's what I have to report on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> what have you got? Man? Sort of in stuff that we've been watching. Megan and I actually we binge Jury Duty. Um, <gasps> oh yeah, What'd it is think? a delight. It is an <laughs> ab- like, dude. He is such a sweetheart of a man. Like, yeah. dude, listeners, go on to Amazon Video if you have Prime or whatever, and watch Jury Duty. It is one of the most delightful shows, and it's ridiculous. And mm-hmm. there, yeah. <laughs> there is some stuff that is really wow. <laughs> it's also just it's an absolute delight. Like mm-hmm. it, it really is. It really, it, it's way better than I thought it was going to be. It has way. It is way better than it has any right to be. Yeah. Um, uh, as far as watching, M- Megan actually turned on that Hillsong documentary that was on Hulu. Okay. Um, we okay. were. I was kind of watching some of that, and I, I, I would dip in and out. Um, it was interesting. I don't have major thoughts on it or anything. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, the parts that I was watching, I was like, oh, no, yeah, I've heard that. I've. It's like it's kind of like one of those things that if you are have been aware of the problems within Hillsong and just the sure. like now there were bits and pieces where I'm like, oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, and it talks about Carl Lentz a good bit and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's kind of like it's I think for anybody who's kind of paid some attention to that, it's not gonna be they're gonna be too too many like revelations or major surprises in it and of course gotcha. obviously like it's got an agenda like 
So yep. surprise, surprise, surprise. Um, but like I said, I didn't watch a ton, a ton of it. I, I would like sort of like dip in and out. Um, gotcha. Yeah, we, I, I don't know. We actually kind of hit like a weird point the other night. Um, cause I just don't watch a lot of television in general. Like no. I watch anime, like in cartoons, like if I'm watching something, it's like, it's, yeah, it's one of those two things. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm trash. Um, <laughs> I understand but, this. I've accepted it. I'm trash. I, I, I've, I've internalized this. <laughs> I, I, I get it. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as watching, like, um, so there's that, uh, just nothing much, but like jury duties an absolute delight. Like, mm-hmm. like, dude, I, I need more television like that. It reminds me of like, you remember, um, what was it? Uh, the craft show that I was really into that, uh, Amy Poehler and, um, and, uh, Nick. Nick? Nick Offerman, yeah. Offerman, or, there you go. What, what was that called? Like crafting it or something like that? I, something, yeah. I something. Like, it, it's just like, it's good, wholesome, fun, really kind of like edifying TV. Like you watch it and you just kind of feel better about the world. You're like, not bitter, but better mm-hmm. about the world. Um, yeah, so it's just, th- there's there's some unwholesome stuff in jury duty. It oh, just, yeah. The 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 tone, like you said, the, the tone it does end up being more uplifting. But just, yeah, there's like a couple. Say, there's like an episode jokes. in particular where it's like, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's not anything like super obscene. Well, and the fact that they're actors and nothing like, is actually it's, happening. It's like, yeah, it's like it's all just a giant spoof kind of thing, right? It's, dude. <laughs> You don't I, have to I, go into it. I, it's like, dude, I I want to do, um, like, I want to talk about jury duty at some point in time, like, but yeah, um, and we should have talked about that during the bro hang. Anyways, yeah, um, true. as far as reading, this week hasn't been really much of anything. I, uh, the last couple of weeks, like, dude, I I really need to sort of get back in the habit of like reading, like a few pages every night before bed kind of thing. Yeah. I'm just yeah, picking a book. Too. I was, I think I was doing that with, uh, confessions, uh, Augustine's confessions. So oh, sweet. maybe I'll just keep doing that. Also. Yeah. I, I need to get back on, on sort of reading again with the, especially with the, uh, how should we then play stuff? Like I have a whole stack of books I need to read for that oh, yeah. as well. Um, so there's that. Uh, yeah, just not much in reading. Um, yeah, sorry. Sorry, cool. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> as far as playing, though, I, and honestly, the last couple of weeks, I haven't played a whole lot. I mean, it's the, it's the same okay. as last week. It's a little bit of Destiny 2, um, a little bit of Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap's meta is real cool right now. If you guys didn't listen to last, uh, last week's Bite Size and you're interested on uh, my thoughts and some of Logan's thoughts. Check it out. Um, yeah, those move decks, man, dude. They, they are like, like forty chess, man. You know, I don't know how to play the game, right? I know you don't know how to play. I the just game. listen to your podcast. <laughs> I'm just telling you, the move meta is here, and it's it's spicy. 
Like it's it's really healthy and it's it really like makes the game pretty freaking interesting. Mm-hmm. Um anyways, uh yeah, and then Diablo 4. Like uh and I'm kind of doing this oh, weird yeah. thing with Diablo 4 where I'm playing one of each character cuz like listen, if you play any of those games, usually what happens is you just roll one of each character and you just, you have mm-hmm. you have at least one of each character. Gotcha. And um, I'm going through and I'm sort of playing up to 20, level 20, which gives you like a fairly sort of decent exposure to the toolkit and like the the moves and the, the like the, just the build and everything. And you're like, okay, like I have a kind of a grip on this character. And then after I do that, I'm going to go, I'm just going to pick one and I'm going to just sort of chew through the storyline with that, that, that class. Sweet. So... I yeah. have three out of five at 20, one at 10, and one at like six. So, okay. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. But yeah, Diablo 4 is kind of rad. Um, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. not 100%. Like, I don't think I added Diablo 4. And I think okay. I. So if I didn't. That would actually put me at positive two. And you're like, Nate, this makes no sense. I have a, I, I can explain it. I was for a brief moment at zero mm. the other week. All right. So True neutral. Yeah. I, I had hit neutral. And so what had happened is, uh, you know, when we recorded the other week, I hadn't beat unpacking yet. So I beat unpacking. Mm-hmm. Really like that game. That game was a ton of fun. Like, I think it's a really charming, cute, kind of like puzzly, just it's a vibe game. Like, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, it's just cool. It's kind of fun. Um, and then I was looking at the platinum list and I was like, oh, this is not too hard. I could do this pretty easily. So I got the platinum. So there's negative two points right there one for the beat, one for the complete. Right. And then I was like thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I've never beaten Majora's Mask. And we were talking about it and I really kind of came to terms with the fact that I was basically, I was like, kind of like, I'm just going to abandon this. Like, instead of having this thing sort of creep up every couple of years, maybe this will be the year. I'm like, no, I'm going to just sort of straight up abandon this, be done with it. So I, <laughs> I sort of, I brought it up in the, the, the beat down channel in the discord mm-hmm. and I sort of ran it out there. John O sort of weighed in because he is our commissioner. And he was like, I, I said like, listen, I'm never going to come back to this. And he's like, I said, like, I, I still have a lot of affection for the game, but like, honestly, I'm just at a point where my time with this game has just passed. Like the, the window mm-hmm. for me to play this game is like, just that's, that's done. It's done. It's gone. And so I'm just, I'm just going to abandon it. And, and he's. So why, why would you say that the window for you to play the game is, is totally gone? Would you say it has to do with, just the older systems of the game. The it's the controls that like yeah. it's it's what you and I talked about mm-hmm. is that it's just like there's something about those games that is just like it's too hard for me to go back to that okay. anymore. Like okay. I just I'm sure that at some point in time I could sort of like break myself like sort of get back into that that headspace or whatever. Like if I took the time. But the mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is like We've got B, we've got a lot of stuff going on. Like my life is getting busier and it's like, if I'm going to be playing games, I'd rather not have to like fight back to a point where it's like, okay, like, 
yeah, yeah, now that I've dumped 20 hours into this game that sort of mm-hmm. felt like torturous, I'm back where I need to be as far as like sort of like the headspace and sort of the muscle memory and everything else. I'm like, yeah. I just don't want to do that. Um, okay. Okay. The only reason I ask is is because you have to go soon, um, but that may come up later in the episode. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. So, um, so is, anyways, so I, I abandoned that and I had been in positive three. That put me at mm-hmm. zero. So I did a little bit of a victory lap, but, and like I said, I'm not sure that I've added Diablo four into it. I might've pre pre-ordered Diablo four in a previous scoring. I'll have to go back and look at sort of my scorecard and yeah. update things, but it, it was recent when you pre-ordered yeah, it, wasn't I it? Can't. Hmm. So you shouldn't have to go back too far. I mean, yeah. uh, unless I'm misremembering, I, I thought you were like, oh, I'm on the fence with Diablo. I was on the fence like up until later, like, you're like, no, I'm getting it. Let's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was like pretty much that one thing. I just don't know if I had recorded it in my scorecard. Cool. So I'm at potentially positive or zero. I'm at neutral. And then somebody whose name will not be mentioned, he who must not be named. Voldemort. Voldemort. Yeah, Voldemort gave me a freaking. I get this message. It's like so and so has Voldemort has given you a game on Steam. Oh, that's so nice. No, it's just a gift out of the no, blue. Stop. Purchased it for you. I was at zero. That's. I didn't want it. I was like, finally, like I'm like I'm gonna get the negative, and somebody's like, oh no, here's the game. Like, take your zero score and go. <gasps> all over it somebody gave me a copy of air aer on steam mm, mm. and so uh well if you finish it and platinum it then you can get two yeah negatives out of that, i so. just don't see that happening <laughs> um anyways so i i'm at least back up to positive one there you go yay but awesome. speaking of the backlog beatdown if you aren't aware, that is sort of the meta that we run all year long. You know, we've sort of explained it. You beat games, you take a negative mm-hmm. point. You complete games, you take an additional negative point. You know, there's a whole bunch of rules. We have them pinned on our sort of the, the Beatdown 2023 channel in our Discord. But in addition to that, the official app of the Backlog Beatdown is none other than the GG app. You GG. know, and the way that we use it is uh, it has a function where you can create custom lists. And so mm-hmm. we create a list for the games that we acquire, the games that we beat, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff there. There's a whole bunch of features in GG, you know, like in addition to being able to just create custom lists, you can rate review games, you can see what your friends are playing, uh, you can cultivate, um, like you can sort of you can basically we talked about abandonment right abandonment is actually something you can do within gg you can like you know you can mark games as like i'm playing this i'm i've beaten this i've completed this i want this yeah there's a there's a whole bunch of different like sort of functions It's, it's basically like a letterbox style app for your video game collection and obviously like we like it you know, we've been using it for a while. Our friend Charles Watson developed it. We think it's a great product and we think you ought to check it out. And if you like it, it. you can like, there's a free version. If you like what you see there and you want a little bit more, you can throw five bucks a month at them or 50 bucks a year and unlock the elite tier. And the elite tier gets access to early builds. Uh, You have a little bit more, you have a lot of access to actually Charles in his discord. Uh, The elite members are really sort of, 
much more influential in sort of helping to shape and develop the game. Like, you know, you can provide a lot more feedback and stuff. We think it's cool um, and it's worth checking out. Uh, it, other things yeah. that we think are cool and worth checking out and maybe throwing money at, if you're feeling generous, it's, it's us. It's this podcast, right? So hey. we have a Patreon, right? And we kind of want it. We want you guys to think of the Patreon as a bit of a tip jar. If you like what we're doing, you've done the rating and reviewing, you've done the sharing and the caring. And if you haven't done those things yet, I would strongly urge you to do so. Give mm-hmm. us a review on your podcatcher of choice. Tell people about us. Like, you know, if you think we're doing a good job, if you don't, well then tell people about us anyways, because, and write a review anyways, because it make you cooler than us, which isn't hard to be honest. Um, but, uh, so like I said, we have a Patreon. We want you to think of it as a tip jar, but it has benefits. It's not just like give us money and then we, nothing happens. Uh, actually our patrons have a lot more sort of like access to us. There's a special channel in our discord. They have access to us through the Patreon. Um, they can, and it comes with a few other perks is in addition to that. There's early and uncut access to every episode. There's a video feed for every ap- episode. So if you want to see all the weird facial tics that I have and faces that we make and all the things that like make for great radio that we're actually doing and you never see, um, mm-hmm. because you're not watching it, obviously. Um, exactly. Like Josh, what he just did there. You have no idea, but you'll know if you actually pay for the video. Anyways, getting all there for as little as a buck a month, you can have access to all that stuff. In addition to that, our patrons get to nominate a game or a topic for us to to cover uh, in mm-hmm. in in the year. So, like, you know, a couple of the things we've got coming up. Uh, we're going to do well, Jeepers Cats. I just blanked on everything that we, we said. I think like Halo, Halo? is in the Halo yep. is in the mix. Potentially Chained Echoes, um, mm. a link Some to the past. Zeldas. Well, Persona Three mm. was in the mix, but yeah. Wesley, I think, might have amended his selection. So I think mm-hmm. we're going to go with a link to the past. That's like is kind of a, a, a patron nomination. There's a and 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 again, it doesn't have to be a game. It can be a topic. And say like, hey, I, I don't want you guys to. I don't necessarily need you guys to play a game. I want you to talk about this sort of relevant topic. And then for those episodes, the patron that nominated that topic or game is more than free to sort of hop on the mics and sort of chew it up with us a little bit. So, uh, lastly, but not leastly, you know, I mentioned Wes, and we we talk about Wes and Paul a good bit. Uh, they are our friends, and they're they're our fellow Pwncast sort of affiliates i guess so josh mm-hmm. and i we are proud members this this podcast the, the breakdown is a proud member of the pwncast or or the play or a pwn the play well network yes is it cheesy yeah sure but we don't care we like it anyways mm-hmm. um but paul uh, the artist currently knows the techno funk point and wesley that mr wesley ray the henchin dad himself um they have some podcasts in addition to ours that we really like. We like them. We like the work they're doing, and we we were glad to partner with them. Paul does a lot of actual play stuff. He's got um, the Thorns of War right now is is live. It's a um, 
Okay. Is it Dragonlance? Dragonlance, yeah. It's Dragonlance. I had to think about that. He's done a whole bunch of other stuff. You can check out the the Retro Zoo Super Show, Retro Station, which are retro video game podcasts. He's he's on a whole pile of other actual play stuff. He's got like the Rusty Speeder. Uh, Dyson Drury isn't a Pwncast, but I still like it. And I, you know, it's <laughs> it's a little bit of like, you know, listener beware because there might be some spicy language in it from time to time. So, you know, it's not like, you know, anyways, there's a reason it's not a punk ass, but it's 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 still kind of enjoyable. Uh, Wes though <laughs> does obviously the Henshin Dad podcast, which is a podcast all about tokusatsu. It's, it's like, do you like wrestling and not wrestling, wrestling? I gotta <laughs> learn it. Nate talk pretty someday, not today apparently. Um, but uh, if you like wrestling, you like dudes in rubber suits and wrecking paper and shade cities. Like I boy, howdy, like have I got a podcast for you? Cause Wes is going to talk <laughs> about it for a while. Um, in addition to that, he's got retro Nim, which is sort of a, it's, it's a bit of a nostalgia kind of podcast. It's a little short form. Like he does some like retro video game stuff, but he also does like I, I mean, I, I'm still just impressed with that one. That the, the sort of like the what type of gamer are you analysis thing. Like that was mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. I, I did like that <laughs> one. But like that being said, we like those guys. We like what they're about. We like what they're doing. And here's a word for one of them. I am to understand that you have summoned me. I I did. The boy said excitedly. I can't believe it worked. It has worked, and I have come. Will you invite me in? The smile on Fortosio's lips was wide then, and if Wasson had been paying attention, he might have noticed the unusual length of Fortosio's eye teeth. But Wasson was too excited to notice. I would like to invite you on an adventure through my perilous realms. On Paul Lytle's Perilous Realms, I am serializing my audiobooks with an episode every week. We will go one book at a time through fantastic worlds and dangerous quests, all from the relative safety of your podcast app. To take up one of these journeys, check out Paul Lytle's Perilous Realms on your podcast app. That's Paul Lytle, L-Y-T-L-E, or search for Perilous Realms. And we're back. Hey, well, like I said earlier, Nate is not here with us uh, for for the rest of this episode, but we have a really special guest with us here today. We actually have a Nintendo 64 console. Uh, Welcome to the show. Is it, do you pronounce the G? Is it Gnar or is it Gnar? What do you think? It's Gnar. Gnar the Nintendo 64. Gnar. That's, well, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting name. I'm. Have you? Is it? Is that common for consoles? I mean, is Josh a common name for whatever you are? Uh, for humans, it, it is pretty common, actually. So uh, I just it just seems like a dumb. I mean, why? why like I'm I'm gnar. Kind yeah. Of short for gnarly. You know? Okay. Is it? Is, no. is your full name gnar? No. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. I understand. Well, welcome, Nar. It's such a it's such a privilege to have you on this episode. It's I, I bet really, it is. I bet yeah, it is. I mean, I just haven't. We did talk with a Super Nintendo console, uh, but it's been years since we've been able to have uh, a console on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Super Nintendo. Like, eh. 
you want to talk about dudes with an ego dude couldn't even do 3d and he just yes. like oh mm-hmm. I, but all uh, all sorts of classic games like you know, I, i've got final fantasy you know i've got chrono trigger and i've got a link to the past well i, mm-hmm. I got freaking i got freaking ocarina at time so mm-hmm. like let's just let's calm down there calm down there chief yeah yeah I'm, I'm sensing a little bit of resentment. You, you can't. No, 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 no. I'm not resentful. Okay. I'm, I'm just okay. You know, dude, dude's a little uppity. That's all I'm saying. Is like uh, Super Nintendo, like a little big for his britches. You know, yeah. Like here, here's the problem. Like Super Nintendo, he wants to act like he just, yeah. You know what? Unless you got like a couple hours. Yeah, we're not going to get into that, dude. Like he's yeah. just he's he's kind of a he's kind of a he's just he's a little full of himself. Gotcha. Even though he's like he's he's he acts like he's like like hot stuff. And he's, mm-hmm. he's just no big deal. I mean, have you mm-hmm. seen his plastic lately? It's like all gross and it, like yeah, they do. Yellow. They do tend to yellow. That's right. It's, I guess like, that's man, a- like I I don't like I am still this pristine red mm-hmm. that 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 I was the day that my 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 person bought me. Yeah, the nice bright red. Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm not the I'm the, not the standard. Like I'm 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 a step above. I'm the nice red one. Yeah, I have, think they called it fire know? red. Okay, like the Pokemon so, game. I get <laughs> Pokemon Game Boys. <laughs> Let me tell you what Game Boy. You know what? We're not gonna go there. Not okay. gonna go there. We're better. I'm sorry, than this. Nar. We're better than this, Nar. We don't need it. Don't need to go there. I, that's I that's a little trick my therapist gave me. Ah. I see. Was your therapist a, a console as well? That's a little personal. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, well, actually, I did have a question. Since you are a fire red Nintendo 64, have you known very many other Nintendo 64 consoles? No, no, no. Okay, no. Okay, because you know they they came in a number of different colors. Obviously, I mean, I've seen them. Edition. I've seen them when you're sitting on the shelf, right, or yeah. in the warehouse, right. You 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 don't actually see a lot of the box, yeah. But like I I've, I've been told, and 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 you know I see commercials, and I used to see mm-hmm. flyers. I mean, I don't yeah. see as many of them anymore. But I, it's, I had some friends that had a, a transparent purple Nintendo sixty four. Does that feel a little revealing? Uh to me. I'm I'm just saying that that does feel like a little bit of an exhibitionist kind of thing. Like you're really putting yourself out there. You're showing like yeah. you're showing all the 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 things that you probably ought to be keeping hidden. But yeah, hey, those electrical signals. Yeah, yeah. You you got to keep them signals hidden. Like I'm just saying. Yeah. Like to me, nah. That's that's. It. But hey, people got you know consoles got to do what they got to do. People got to do what they got to do. You know. And so it's like yeah. you want to be transparent, kind of purple transparent. Cool. I'm just saying that's not my speed. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm. I'm not into that. I also uh, specifically remember a special edition Nintendo 64 that had Pikachu on it. Do you feel that you're a console that was primarily targeted towards children? I mean, do you feel like you're primarily a human being targeted towards children? What kind of dumb question is that? Like, you know, you you want to act like. Like, I'm just good for one thing. Come on, man. Like, I thought this was going to be like a real, real, like, sort of like real deal kind of thing, man. And and you're coming with this softball garbage. I mean, well, I, no, I was just, no. I mean, have you played mm-hmm. Mario 64? 
Like, tell me what kid, like, I mean, like really like what five-year-old baby's going to like really grip up on that. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. I mean, like, yeah. I'm not saying that he wouldn't get it a little bit. I'm just saying he wouldn't like, no, no. It's yeah. like, I don't know. I, um, I used to play uh, Mortal Kombat. I think it was Mortal Kombat 4. It could have been Mortal Kombat Trilogy. Um, so I know I'm, I'm familiar with the more adult-oriented games that you have. Resident Evil 2 as well. Yeah, I have Resident Evil 2. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was a different version. I know it was a, a bit of a slimmed-down version, um, you know, since the limitations. We, we don't call it slimmed-down. What okay. we call it is that it's a more essential version. Okay, like it's go. it's sort of like the director's cut. Only mm-hmm. instead of like adding a whole bunch of like stuff that nobody needs, you get rid of all sorts of stuff that nobody needs. You know, yeah. you really strip it down to its bare bones. It's more of a a minimalist sort of mindset. Mm, I like that it's better that way. I like that a lot. Um, you know, something that's not too minimalist about I guess your design in general are the controllers that you have. They're fairly unique. Uh, you you look at the history of video game controllers and and they follow a, a bit more of a pattern, but yours has three grips on it. I mean, is that weird? It, it, it's very different than most controllers. Really? They, I, I I didn't know that. They mm. I mean, they're the only controllers I've ever known. I mean, they always seem yeah. kind of normal to me. Okay. I mean, so you don't. What, so you're saying that other controllers don't have like the three prongs. And stuff. No, have you noticed that when people use your controllers, that they they'll move their hand from one of the prongs? I mean, yeah, that just makes another. sense. Like you don't have a third yeah. arm, right? Like, right. I, that actually seems like a design flaw in you guys. Ah, uh, like yeah, personally. But that's that's just my perspective. Is that 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 I mean. Obviously, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, I've noticed that, but like that, that just seems like that's, that's how it goes. Right. Well, you just, you, you, you use the part that you need. And then when you don't need that part, you sort of move your hand to the other part. That's like, true. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not that, that it's not that hard. Mm. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like the other grip is left out. When I mean, I, I, you'd have to ask the controllers. I mean, and they're kind of weird. They're, I mean, you want to talk about like just, it's, it's kind of like, I think they just get like passed around and they get used up and yeah. they just kind of like get worn yeah. out and beat up. And it, they're, they're kind of, they're kind of like real, real weird. I mean, you, you got to work with them because I mean, like, you know, it's like, I got to work with them, but mm-hmm. they're also just like, I don't know. They're, they're not like, they're, like I said, they're just kind of like it's. It's hard to have a conversation with them. They, they, they just, yeah. They got a lot of problems, a lot of baggage. I see a lot of abandonment issues. They just always feel like they get just kind of like wrapped up and le- wrapped up and left in boxes and stuff like that. And they just mm-hmm. always, always got an opinion on that. And then they get used. Anyways, but yeah. So it's interesting the way that you're you're describing your relationship with your controller. So you see them. Uh, so your controllers are are separate. Yeah, and, from, and, and, and you know they come and go. You know? Yeah, it's like I remember when I was a brand well, when I was brand new and I was a long time mm-hmm. ago. Like, and it's like you come with like that that, that those initial controllers, like the the first couple, and like maybe yeah. maybe maybe your owner get like an extra one, but you got like I think it was like the one in the box. It's been a long time, and listen, my my memory is not what it used to be. Oh, that's okay. That- but uh, you get the and you get used to that guy. I mean, you were in the box together, and you, you like. 
you know, and, uh, you know, I, I don't know, Carl, that, that, that was, that was my original controller, but like mm-hmm. after a couple of years, man, he just, he, he took a beating there. Like he just, yeah. like Mario Kart that, that really worked on him, man. And there's this game, okay. right. And, and the guy or, well, not always the guy, sometimes his friends and, but they, they put their hand on the little stick, like on the joystick yeah. and they just, there, there's like a thing where they, they'd have to like like uh, they'd have to move the stick real fast like a circle spin it in circles yeah yeah real fast and uh, one day that just broke like carl just one day stopped working because they they did that so much to him mm-hmm. i haven't talked i mean i don't know what happened to him after that he just he disappeared mm. and after that i was like you know i knew him and then i knew a couple of his friends and stuff but like you know i don't know it's it's not like i spent a ton of time yeah, I mean they 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 do their own thing. They're not. They, I mean, I mean, we, we all work together. It's like you need all right. the pieces, right? But right. They're not me, and I'm not them. Okay, okay. Th- that that connection, though, I, I feel like has to be it has to be special in a way. Does it Does nah. it feel better when you have four when you're playing with four controllers uh, when you're plugged just, in? I, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's just like, okay. it just, it's like, it kind of depends, right? It's yeah. like, you know, sometimes the job you need four guys, sometimes you just need one. And okay. so it's like when, when you, I mean, if you got four guys in there and you're only using the one, then yeah, that's kind of dumb. And it just feels pointless. It's not like, mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, what, what does the job need? Job needs one controller. Man, that, that, that good. That's good. That, that works. Okay. It's not just more, more isn't always better. No, no, no. So then I'm also curious about your relationship with the maybe even the television, uh, since since you would be plugged into a television set for something like you you mentioned Mario Kart. Okay, for a four player Mario Kart, did that ever feel like too chaotic with the split screen? Four different. I mean, that's a television or? job. I just okay. I, it's like I'm just passing on the order. And television, yeah. like you know, they yeah. they got to do their own thing. It's like you have to be kind of friendly with the the t- televisions, but like you know, mm-hmm. they they don't make them like they used to either. I mean, like, that's true. That's true. You know, now they have latency, right? Yeah, and they 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 just don't feel as solid as as mm-hmm. like the, the, uh, a couple of years ago. My owner brought me out of the box and he hooked me up to he. I was I hadn't seen a TV like this before. Like I, I thought I had seen all the TVs. Yeah, you know, because like. Yeah, that was the thing. Sometimes you get packed up and you get taken out of like your place. You go mm-hmm. to some other place. You get hooked up to some TV you didn't know, and you, you get that. I mean, after a while, you just you, it's just like the first couple of times. It's like this is my TV. These are my controllers. Like I get kind of like close to them, and then you realize like it's not an exclusive thing with the TV. Like it's just like right. the TV's like it's it's kind of like. It does its own thing. You you do the you tell it what it needs to do. You know it's like yeah. yeah. But yeah. after a okay. while, you're just like it's, it's not exclusive anymore. And so like eh, I don't know. Like okay. TV TV's come and go, man. I mean, I'll tell you what though. They they just don't make them like they used to. They just yeah. don't. Yeah, yeah. There's certainly a lot of differences, and and even the the point about them being as solid is is well taken as well. Um. 
I was going to ask about <laughs> cartridges, and I can't remember um, exactly what I was going to ask. So you have You're to not very it. good. That's at this, what it was. I, I guess I'm not as good as I thought I was. You had mentioned that your owner had taken you out of the box. Um, mm. Does that? Do you find that that happens very often? Uh, like you get taken out of the box? Yeah, I'm. I'm just curious. Um, you know, nowadays oh, you mean there are different like, consoles available. Um, do you find that you're played with very often? Uh, not as much as I use. I mean, like, you yeah. know, I was thinking about like when you were talking about like the first time I was taken out of the box, and like, there's only okay. that only happens once, right? And that's kind of that's like real special because like mm-hmm. I remember right, right like you know it's like young and you're just like you're fresh off the line you're in your mm-hmm. box and you're just waiting and you're like I, I'm i going to deliver premium high end gaming like you know, three like you know the 3D game that we were, I was like this mm-hmm. is this is the future we're living in the future baby we're going to change the world yeah right and it was like exciting yeah. and, and so you get taken out of that box that first time and like you know, I, I heard about this one time, right? And I, I, I didn't really, I, I kind of saw it. I was sitting on my shelf, and this is a few years ago, before mm-hmm. I got put in the, the box again, and then taken out and put back in the box. Because he had a bunch of other stuff that he needed, apparently is more important. This other stuff needed to be hooked up to the TV all the time. Not me, not me, but this other stuff. Anyways, anyways mm-hmm. I'm not bitter about that. I'm not angry about that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, the, he was he was uh like a looked like a little TV and I think he called it a laptop or something. And okay. but there was a it showed like videos like the TV does, right? Or mm-hmm. well um but uh there was a kid and he's holding up a Nintendo and he's going he's holding up like one one of my brothers or sisters. I, I you know, because we we're all family, right? Yeah. And he's like he's going Nintendo 64, like freaking out and stuff. It was like, and I'll tell you what, like one, that Nintendo 64 was probably terrified because like, I mean, think about it. You don't know what's going on and you're just getting shaken around. It's like an earthquake or something. Probably thought like the world was ending or something. I don't know. But it's like, you know, my, my owner, but he was excited to pull me out i was excited because i was like like i said we're just like we're gonna we're gonna do some work here we're gonna change change the world baby yeah uh, yeah and we are uh it's been a long time what year yeah, is well, it it's it's 2023 what that just that's really wow yeah yeah time flies wow especially when you're having fun as a feels like a uh, video game console Wow. Yeah. That's a mm. blast from the past. It's it's pretty gnarly. Um nah, you know, I, you I, said I that you, did there. you said that that your your the other Nintendo sixty four that was being held um as as the the kid was screaming, it made me wonder, have you do you consider ever have you, has it ever crossed your mind that you might be used in a way, not just to play video games on a TV, but maybe, you know, to, have you ever wanted to play baseball outside? Maybe have someone toss you around? 
uh, dodgeball. No, no. Okay. No. Uh, one time I got knocked. I, I'll tell you what. Like you know, maybe maybe in my younger days I would have been like into that. Like, and it's like I can I can like you know I can kind of play baseball, right? Mm-hmm. Just not really the way that everybody else plays baseball. Like yeah. I play, I I you put the the card in me. We play the game, right? It's baseball, right? So I I get it. Right. I get it. Right. Yes. But uh, I got dropped one time. It was yeah. Getting thrown around is not no. That does not sound pleasant. Okay. Getting dropped was not pleasant. I mean, I thought I was busted or something for a minute. I think my mm-hmm. owner thought I was busted. Like we were, it was touch and go for a minute. We we weren't sure that like, but you know, pretty. I'm pretty rugged, pretty resilient. We were fine. You are. You are. We, yeah. We were pretty and, fine. Nintendo's we were known right. for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was scary because I'd never been dropped before. I didn't yeah. like it. It was a little unpleasant, but uh, we survived. We got through it. Yeah. So we're all right. So is your experience with your owner, has it been pretty good? I mean, may- maybe not. I-, I don't know if if you all get that same kind of rousing uh, awakening when someone first opens your box. I mean, I it, it, I I didn't get that. But I, I mean, mm-hmm. he was, he was pretty stoked and, and you know, we don't, we don't hang out like we used to, um, yeah. but every once in a while, like a couple of years, like I said, a couple of years ago, I guess he, uh, he, he brought me out yeah. and, uh, him and his friends, they, they played, I, I think they played Mario Kart or something on me. Okay. It was, you know, um, they were having a good time. So over the yeah. years, as you have been put up and, and, you know, other consoles have been hooked in, it sounds like you're somewhat familiar with the landscape of video games nowadays uh i mean uh, i don't know i i think i talked to so i i remember talking to a place like i remember way back when i started like you know playstation and i think maybe right. a playstation 2 was kind of like a big thing i remember meeting a dreamcast once dreamcast okay. was kind of cool but i at the same time, he he seemed like he had some some issues, some baggage. Mm. Like he uh, he he had a lot of like he just didn't. Uh, he had I don't know. It's you know what I shouldn't be airing his stuff. And mm. PlayStation, he was just kind of like he he had a bit of a chip on his shoulder or something. Like okay. he he was out like uh, like you know I was like oh, whatever man like we're we're cool and but he he. He didn't care for me. And after a while, I mean, like we kind of like got to be like, okay. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, professional maybe, but it was like never okay. like friendly. Yeah. I've, I've met some other did, consoles and then. Uh, did he ever but, brag about his discs? Uh, he said something about this one time. I was like, dude, yeah. he was trying to explain it to me. And it just sounded like kind of not kind of slow and like not, not yeah. ideal. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, you put that cartridge in me and boom, we're, we're off the races, baby. Yeah. Like you turn on the power, you, you get the cartridge in there and boom, like we're, we're, we're loading up, ready to go, ready to go. And he's like, he was telling me that he had to spin the disc and that the disc had to spin and then he had to read it and then he had to load the stuff off the spinning disc. Mm-hmm. It took a while and he had, and I was just like, man, that sounds, I don't know, man. I said that sounds like a lot of work to get like not as good results. Like yeah. I, I don't know, but hey, hey, everybody got to do do it. Like he he thought what his way was better. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I didn't agree, 
but uh you know whatever whatever yeah. man like, yeah well nowadays um there's a there's a lot of people with with current gaming um, there are a lot of modern conveniences. It, you talked about even loading with discs. You know, that's that's something that happens nowadays. Although with the newer consoles, um, things are are getting faster. Um, but a lot of gameplay and and even graphical um, fidelity has just increased over the the decades since really? it released. Yeah, I, I, um, I don't believe you, man. Like, okay, I'm I'm cutting edge, baby. Mm-hmm. Like. Well, you certainly were, and and I think that if if you speak to a lot of humans nowadays, um, I I think you may be unfairly maligned. The, just your generation of consoles, because you were on the cusp of three D gaming. Um, and in I fact, mean, how how can you get how can you get better than Ocarina mm-hmm. of Time? How can you get better yeah. than that? Like you, you can't get better than that. Uh, well, let me ask. I mean. Uh, you you think of Ganondorf's face, right? It's primarily flat, except for his nose, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So if if you could render more polygons, you could effectively make his face look more photorealistic, or but you, possibly... you don't need to do that. You get it, it's Ganondorf. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's that whole like you know you, you cut out the stuff that you don't need. He, he doesn't need mm-hmm. a rounded face. He doesn't need no mm-hmm. photo reels. You're like, you get it. He's a bad guy. You're going to kill him. Yeah, you get yeah. it. Yeah, you certainly do. But yeah, when playing Ocarina of Time. Um, but, you know, you really were a pioneer of the 3D gaming space. Sure. Uh, sure. Before you came along, it was it was 2D gaming. You know, we you yeah, had Star Fox yeah. on Super Nintendo. But but you, Nar, had Star Fox 64. Um, yeah. And that was a big step up. That's still a, a fantastic game. Um, in fact, you have a lot of some of even just the best rated hardware, or excuse me, the best rated software of all time um, on your console. You, you've mentioned Zelda. But there are others, aren't there, that that people hold in high regard? I mean, I, I don't know. I imagine. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I, but I mean, like my my guy. He really only played like Mario sixty four, okay, uh, Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, he did have like some sport game thing. I think, like I said, I th- I think there was baseball at one point in time. I don't know how long that lasted. Uh, you know. He had a uh, he had Ocarina Time. I yeah. think he had Majora's Mask. Yeah, okay. That one. I think I okay. needed. He had to. Uh, he had to put more RAM in me because it was like that's right. It was a. It was a. It was. It was kind of beefy or something. I don't know. Which didn't make much sense to me. But hey, like you know, it's like got to be a little bit of stronger, better, faster kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I heard that song one time. But yeah, uh, uh, I heard yeah. that song. But yeah. Uh, you know, I play GoldenEye every once in a while. That okay. was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. That was that was I, that was wild, man. I, I, you know, I was talking to a PC one time, mm-hmm. and they were telling me they had a whole bunch of games like that, and I didn't believe them. But, you know, PCs they 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 just they're so up on themselves. They they, they think they can just do it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whatever, you know, they just yeah, you know. But uh, you know. Well, from from my perspective, you helped bring those types of those Goldeneye 007, those yeah. those first person shooters. You really helped to bring those style of games to the home console market. 
Um, cause before they were primarily on PC. Yeah. Your I mean, well, we, you have doom 64 also, but yeah, do we could do it all. Yeah. I saw, I saw, I saw a doom 64 cartridge one time. I, I, I never got to play. It. Weren't able to play it. Okay. It never got plugged into me. Gotcha. How, how does that feel when a cartridge is plugged into you? Um, you, you ever find something, right? that you didn't know that you were looking for. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you, you find this thing and you, you kind of have like a new purpose. Mm. Like, or uh, it's a, it's kind of like a, almost a bit of a reorientation or something. It's like all of a sudden, like you got kind of a hole in you and then yeah. this thing fits and it, it makes sense and it gives you a little bit of direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's, that's what a cartridge does. Like they, they put it in there and boom. It's like you know exactly what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's I don't know, it's you feel yeah, all that, right without a cartridge, but uh you feel better with a cartridge. Because mm. you, you have purpose, you know what you're doing, you know what you're supposed to do. Yeah. That was beautiful. You're welcome. Do different games feel different? D- does it change your your passion or purpose? I mean, in, in a sense, yes. Okay. But at, at the, the, the bottom of it is I'm going to perform. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, we're going to get this job done. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give you an experience that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of like this core thing, but then there's little smaller expressions of that core thing, like variations, but it's still, it's just a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Do, do you remember all the games that you've played? I know that often uh, for a lot of games, you need a memory card to. Uh, to I, I mean, that's, that's not really my thing, man. Okay. Like, I, I I remember a couple because they were in there so so often and so long. But it's mm-hmm. it's like you said, there there was like a memory card, and and some of them had like their own memory, like the, 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 you could save the game on them, mm-hmm. and you didn't need the 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 other thing, the the card, because like that part that that would tell me what what I needed to know there, and I don't have that piece anymore, so I don't. It's kind of like, you know, sometimes you, you, it's like I said, with the, the cartridge, you feel complete. And then, yeah. you know, like with, with the memory card stuff, like you would feel like a little bit more, like you could, like you were holding on to something a little bit more. And without that, mm-hmm. you don't have that anymore. And so it's like, it's kind of like, I know that I'm missing something, but I don't know what I'm missing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That can it's kind be of a, a weird feeling. Yeah. Did you ever come in contact with a Japanese Nintendo 64? I mean, I am Japanese. No, that's, that's true. D- but there are some systems that, that only play Japanese games. Really? Instead of English games. I didn't know right? that. Okay. I didn't know that. Have you ever heard of the, the Nintendo 64 disk drive? That that's an urban that that's a rumor. That's an urban legend, man. That doesn't exist. Okay. Nah. Nah. Okay. I heard about it, but that's like that's like the boogeyman or something, or that's like 
you know, that's uh, that's that's make believe. That's mm. that's it's just a rumor. It doesn't gotcha. exist. Gotcha. I know that that there was a game called Mother Three that was a rumor. Did you ever get to play any kind of prototype of Mother Three? Nah, man. Nah, we nah. And it's like yeah, I was I'm I'm a working class. That's that's for like the 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 fancy. Like we heard about these these test kits. Like Mm -hmm. like we we heard about them. Like and they're they're kind of like the the bigger fancier version of us. Which is okay. hard to imagine. I know. Like, I mean, look at this. Look at me. Mm-hmm. Can you? Can you? You're still pretty like, sleek. Yeah. I mean, like, and you know, like, it's hard to imagine anything more powerful than me. Like, they could perform better than me. They could from back in your day. Yeah. Me. Yeah, that's but true. You keep saying this. What, what, what do you mean? Um. Well, by today's standards, the the rate of the technology. Um, your your graphics are 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 quite dated. Um, earlier on in the podcast, I'm sorry, my co-host Nate couldn't be here, um, but he was talking. He was actually talking about Majora's Mask. If oh yeah, that's uh, a great game. Remember that great game. game? Yeah. Um, he he was saying that it was difficult to go back to because of the way that it controls compared to games what is nowadays. He like, this guy sounds like an idiot. Um, if you your controller, you know, you were talking about how the yeah, it makes joystick. sense. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. you have two joysticks. One what? so that you can move the yeah. camera around, so that you can see the world around your character better, and you have control over that instead of having a fixed camera that can. You tell me that's real. Yeah, the, the camera can get stuck pretty often in Mario sixty four, right? It's it's not always the most reliable. I mean, I think it's a pretty elegant solution. Like, I mm-hmm. I think it really it it's it's pretty good. It's not perfect, but nothing's perfect. Yeah. What if you could control that lack to? Why would you need camera to? so that you could see the world around you? But you don't need to see everything. It like it you, helps when you when turn your when you turn your head, mm-hmm. can you see what's behind you? I have peripheral vision. Oh, that helps okay, a lot. but. You can see what's sort of in front of you and around you on the screen a little bit. So there you go, mm-hmm. Mr. Smarty Pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, well, I'm, I'm just sharing some observations um, from current, from the current gaming landscape that it can be a little difficult to go back to, to some of the games like, like Majora's Mask, for instance, uh, Nate was saying that it just takes him a while to get back into that headspace. Um, and well, it's, it sounds it's kind like of a he's fight. an idiot. So, Okay, he did use the word torturous. Yeah, I, I man, this guy sounds like a. I, I don't, I don't know what to say about this guy. I, I'd like to talk to this guy. He, he sounds like a real piece of work. But, maybe like maybe like a bit of a drama queen or something. I don't know. What's his deal? Is he, he sounds like he, I don't know. Some some wrong with that dude. If if I were to bring you. Um, a newer console, like even a newer Nintendo console, the console they have now is is actually a handheld console that you can like also Boy. play on your TV, somewhat like a Game Boy. If if I were to bring you that, do you think you could play it? If I could I mean, show I, you, I, I don't know. You'd have to. I'd have to see it. Do, do you do you have one? I have one with me, but I'm not sure that it would. Well, let, let's see if you can see this. So. 
so the Nintendo Switch console, see, it has the, the screen built right into it. Uh, that, okay. Oh, okay. Um, and this is like, this is like, you know, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. See how I can move the camera with one stick while I'm also running around with the other um, stick. That that's pretty. I I think that's fake. That's got to be fake news. There's there's no way. There's no way. The console has the video. Do you see the graphics also? I I do see that. I do see that. That's a uh, that's got to be like some doctored stuff or like fake internet stuff. There's no way. No way. And that's that's all in the handheld. How many how many triple how, how many how many double A batteries does that thing eat? Uh, it actually has a rechargeable battery inside of it. No way. Mm-hmm. Uh, How old are you, Nar? Uh, I, I, I don't know. It feels really old right now. <laughs> <laughs> Technology uh, can sometimes run away with us. Even us as, as humans who use technology and and get used to newer forms uh we can easily get swept under the current and and we don't know what the latest technology is so don't feel like you're alone uh well i mean i kind of am alone i mean i got dug out of my box but Mm -hmm. i just i sit in my box uh alone a lot Mm -hmm. so it's kind of weird that you say don't feel alone, but it's like, uh, but I, but I am alone. It's, a, it's, a, I, I, I get what you, it's a nice, it's a nice platitude. It's a, <laughs> I appreciate, I appreciate you kind of trying to, to make me feel better about my situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to be able, I used to be able to just like, I was like the tops. Like mm-hmm. I, I could, I could out process everybody. And then I got that, that Ram, that, that, that thing. That mm-hmm. got put in me and maybe run better, and then mm-hmm. I was just like, I was an unstoppable machine. Yeah, and I used to. I mean, I remember one time PlayStation, you know, and like I said, we weren't like super friendly, but we were professional. And he said he had two two joysticks, and I told him I was like, mm-hmm. "What do you need two joysticks for?" And uh, I don't believe him because he was he was a bit of a blowhard. He was yeah. a bit full of himself. Like I said, he he was all up on that, like the disc stuff. He was just yeah. all about that. Did and, he challenge you to measure the disc's space? I mean, he could. I know he but, could hold more in his disc. Uh, he, that's what he said. I, I didn't believe him. He was, he, like I said, he, he was a bit full of himself. Mm-hmm. You know, he, uh, but... Yeah. You certainly had your own advantages, like uh, the Rumble Pack, right? Yeah, yeah, the Rumble Pack. I tell you what, that's uh, you. You want to take it to the next level, mm-hmm. and sort of it gives you that that nice tactile sort of thing. Yeah, it's it, nothing like it. Nothing like it. Yeah, you felt like you were in the game. Yeah, you were right in yeah. the in the cockpit with Fox I, McCloud. I remember, and uh, I, I do remember. I don't like I said I don't always remember much, but I do remember that in uh, Ocarina of Time there was sometimes that I would mm. rumble. Mm. Yeah, 
It's like, yeah. well, not me, but the controller, right? The controller. And like, like I said, they're kind of weird, but I do remember. Mm-hmm. I remember that it, it changed things, but yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I bet nobody else does that, right? Nobody else does that. Well, you certainly were a pioneer. Just you say like this. With 3D you game. say this, and what you 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 sort of soft shooing around. I asked you a question. I said nobody else does that, right? Everyone else does that. No. Well, I mean, they they obviously had to take cues from the best, right? So, like, I did, I did it first. You did it first, and I yes. probably do it best. No. It, the The technology has changed quite a bit. Um, it. Your rumble is, you get one type of rumble. Um, nowadays, the rumble technology is such that you can actually feel the rumble in different parts of your hands and in different amounts at different times, depending on what's going on in the game. You know, if I hadn't it's just context seen that, that weird little handheld thing that you just showed me, I'd think you were just like blowing smoke. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. Ridic- what do you need all that rumble for? You got the with me, it's simple. It's elegant. It's you got the pack, that's it. That's mm-hmm. all you need. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want to feel like you're in the game, if you want to feel the wind blowing on your palms, you can do that in, in games nowadays and feel the rumble go across the controller as well. I, I want to say like I I want to I want to be impressed with that, but that just seems frivolous. I don't mm. I don't I don't see that. I guess I guess I guess that's kind of cool. That's, yeah. that's that's kind of neat. I guess. Well, and that that's a that's a certain perspective of frivolity with modern gaming. Um, that makes sense, but it does make it more difficult to go back to a simpler time, a more minimalist time. You, you go back, you go back, it's, you go back to what's the best. Mm. So that's Well, y- you mentioned what's the best. You know, I, I don't want to... I... Nowadays, we look back on the Nintendo 64 a lot and say that, that it hasn't particularly aged well. That I have aged games. like a fine wine. Look at me, my friend. And my mm-hmm. plastic, it's still that nice red. That's true. It's it's, it's a little dingy. Okay, it's mm-hmm. not like the day that I came out of the box, but still looking pretty sharp over here. So I've aged very well. Your your console, yeah, the plastic has aged well, but the games are are more difficult to go back to. That said, I do want to just take a moment and celebrate. Some of the um, some of the best experiences that you had, and I said that you pioneered 3D gaming. I think there are a number of different, very well known uh, franchises or well known game series that came out um, on your system. So, in addition to you know Mario Kart 64, there were there were other Mario Karts, but Mario Kart 64 was something very special. Um, you mentioned. Rolling, how how someone used to roll. How Carl the, the thing with the, the controller? They, they ruined right. Carl. Yes, they broke um, him. That was through Mario Party, if I remember correctly. Is that right? Uh, that, that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. And that that's a beloved franchise even today. And how many Mario parties did they have on your console? 
uh, it the first four. I just I just like did that? like I think one or two. I, okay, maybe maybe I saw the third one once. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, you know, it's like I said. You know, I'm I'm not really when when you put the cartridge in. I'm not really paying attention. It's just I know they have a purpose. Mm. Yeah, and it's like, and I do I do the thing. Like the cartridge kind of completes me, and I do the thing, and yeah, yeah. Well, if if you don't mind, I'll just run through a few games. Though Paper Mario is another uh, really good one that you have. F Zero X was one of my favorites growing up. That one's a lot of fun and very fast paced. So I think that one is actually quite a bit easier to go back to nowadays. Mm -hmm. Um, You mentioned Goldeneye Double O Seven. I also really enjoyed Perfect Dark. I don't know if you mm. ever played that one. It was a similar type of game, the, but you the, knew that the guy pack. that my my person, right? Mm-hmm. He he used to play that a lot with his friends and Golden Eye a lot. Yeah, and I remember I'd see him sitting on the couch, and that mm-hmm. that's definitely like they'd have four controllers. Yeah, and uh, he had a friend that had to bring his own controllers because one time he kind of he. He he did a number on one of my my person's control, like one of my controllers, ah. and and they they looked at him and said like, "Now nah, you got you got to bring your own now, man." Mm. Um, so he had to bring his own controller. I they see. would play a lot of Perfect Dark. Mm. Well, on the other side of the spectrum, um, it's kind of a combination, I would say, of the gameplay of Perfect Dark and the gameplay of something like Star Fox sixty four was uh, Pokemon Snap. That one's another one that stands out with all the the other games that you have. There are also a number of 3D platformers that you did really well. I'm not personally a fan of the genre, but I know the Banjo-Kazooie games that you have in Donkey Kong 64 as well um, were other really well-known ones. And then one of my personal favorites um, was uh, an RPG called Ogre Battle 64. That is is a really good one. Harvest Moon 64 is great too. Yeah, Um, Yeah. I, I, I know some of these. I know okay. some of these. There are two more that I want to bring up. I'm just curious if you've heard about them, but they're really well-known games on Nintendo 64. Is um, Superman 64 and Quest 64? Mm. Did you ever play either of those games? I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm feeling a little, uh, I think I know something about one of them. I remember okay. the, something, it was just foggy. Just okay. foggy. Just fogs. And Fog. they were like rings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you kind of, you would just kind of move through the fog and, and get to the ring. That's right. But that's, uh, which one, which one was that? That was Superman 64. Yep. That's, I, that's I don't most... understand what was so super about that. Yeah. It uh, seemed, uh, should have called it super boring 64, super mm-hmm. fog 64. Most people don't see much else than the fog in the rings either. So there was don't there, feel like uh, you were there, what out. I can tell you is there was a lot going on under the hood. Okay. But uh it did not seem very exciting. Mm-hmm. I I remember I remember my my guy, he tried to play that a few times. Mm-hmm. And he just he was not 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 into it, not having it. Did you lose any controllers because of it? Maybe, maybe. And like I said, it, it's been a lot of years at this point in time, like a lot more than yeah. I actually, when you told me it's a, 
2023, man. That's a yeah. Been a lot of controllers have come and gone. I mean, like I said, mm-hmm. I, and I stopped. I stopped remembering their names after yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. Like you know, Carl. I, I I still miss him, but yeah. the rest of them, it's like yeah, you just you just work with them. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like not part of the core, the the original team and stuff. But I mean, yeah. occasionally, my guy would. He would do the thing. Like, remember I said he had the friend that had to bring over his own controller. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like, whatever. It wasn't ideal, but like you worked with it. And But then every once in a while, my 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 guy would, he would do stuff like that. Yeah. 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 My, that, yeah. yeah. Well, no. That might, I, been, that might have been one of them. I really appreciate the the time that you've been able to spend yeah. here, you yeah. know, out of your box and and taking a look. Did I mean did, have I'm, you? Oh, I'm kind yes. of glad to get out of my box, but yeah. you're, you're welcome. Mm. Did you ever? I, I just have a couple more questions, and we can we can wrap up here. But did, have you ever met a GameCube? You know what? I th- I think I did once. Okay, and. uh it, it's kind of hard to describe, but uh, I mean, obviously, very different sort of like form factor kind of threw mm-hmm. me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently, he had the disc thing too because he he would talk about it. But it, it was like yeah. he talked about how his discs were just like small, which yeah. just also seemed kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like the fact that you know he had a handle, and so you could just pick him up and like move him around and stuff. But yeah. Like. I don't know. We it, it was kind of like sometimes he would say stuff, and I, it was just I, I just didn't get it. I just think he would tell me about stuff sometimes, and I just thought he was like you know making stuff up. Mm. But uh, mm. it, I guess because uh, he wasn't maybe. What's your know. experience been since the GameCube? I mean, I was out a couple couple like i said i was out a couple years ago they pulled me out mm-hmm. they were they were and i was i was sitting on on the shelf there beside uh this guy and he told me he was a playstation 4 and i was like they made wow i didn't believe him i think he was i was like they made four of you i was like nah man mm-hmm. nah he's a original playstation was a chump i'm like i can't believe they made like three more of you jokers he was mm-hmm. he was all right, but like like I said, he said a lot of stuff that I I didn't really get. Uh, he, he and I just thought it was like you know, like I don't know, it was like uh, like kind of like crazy people or something, you know? Like sometimes mm-hmm. like you you meet like uh, like I remember one time I was getting moved right, like mm-hmm. my 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 person was packing stuff up, and I, I remember I was sitting on top of a box. And he he lived in a place with like a lot of people, and people were walking past him on the sidewalk. And I was in the box, getting moved to the truck from 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 the the place to the truck. Okay. Or the the, the thing, yeah, yeah, you know what truck is, yeah. I get, yeah. Anyways, I was getting moved to the truck, and my my person, my guy, he he comes, he's he's moving to the truck, and some guy, so like, and I just see him there, and he's like got like a. Talking about the end of the world and everything else, mm. and like kind of like just weird. And I just I I figured it was like that. I figured yeah. like you know it's kind of same thing with the GameCube. Like you know you're talking about stuff. I just don't get it, man. It's like nah, it nah nah. You, you you're talking nonsense. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so okay. did did they make four Playstations or was that guy just like blowing smoke? They've made five now. Actually, they made five of them. 
five. Yeah. And, and five you were right in, in deducing that those numbers are the next generation of consoles. It's not like you're 64. Um, it wasn't designating bits. Well, what, but it was I, actually, I haven't seen, I haven't seen any Sega stuff in a while. What, what, what are they doing? Yeah. I, I mean, I like the Dreamcast. He was like a little bit like, you know, he kind of felt like a little bit ahead of his time or something. But like, uh, mm-hmm. I remember he, he was saying some problem like, like pirates or something. I, I don't know, like software pirates. I, mm-hmm. it, was, it, it was like, listen, I was like, and, and that's the, the whole thing with the discs. Like, that's just kind of like not my speed. I, I didn't really yeah. get it. Yeah. What's Sega doing? It's, well, Since- actually, Dreamcast was the last console that Sega put out. Um, nah. They nah, he was a good dude. He was, I mean, like yeah. I said, he was a little w- w- whatever, but like he was a good mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. I mean, Sonic they still make sucked, the, but... They still make the games, but they don't have... Uh, and, and actually, there are Sonic games on Nintendo consoles now. Uh, that so. that feels a little. I, I'm I'm not sure how I feel about that. Uh, In the latest not, Smash Brothers, Sonic is there, so you could play as Mario and beat him up. You still you got Smash to. Brothers. All right, all right, mm-hmm. all right, all right. Yeah, I'm a, like yeah. I, I was like like. I can't remember. He, he was like maybe ten, twelve. Like that was a lot of characters. Yeah, you could do four on the same screen at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know that. Yeah, that that felt pretty impressive. Yeah, nowadays you can have up to eight, and I think there's upwards of sixty characters in the base game. That seems a little excessive to me. I'm just, I'm just saying that that feels mm-hmm. like you're kind of overcompensating. Mm. Yeah. Well, if if you want to see other characters beating up other characters like sonic or even pac-man is in there yeah if you want to beat just, up a pac-man i mean i mean you're you're telling me that that sega isn't around and I, like i said he, he was he was kind of cool little felt like a little bit of his time the next thing you know you're going to be telling me that like you know like uh like the 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 computer people made 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 a made a console or something that's jeez mm-hmm. ridiculous microsoft is they they do make consoles. There's even some speculation that they're going to purchase Sega. What? So, yeah, the Microsoft, the the PC people, they are making consoles. Um, they have their Xbox video game consoles. What and of, actually, what, what, what what kind of name is Xbox? That sounds like some like mm-hmm. I don't know, like uh, extreme sports kind right. of thing. Like sort of like putting a 64 in your name. Listen. It's uh, that that is very significant. That's yes. not that yes. that signifies that I I got sixty four bits. Right, right. And it, Direct X was the, I think it was the codec they were using. What I don't uh, you say codec? I, I I don't understand what this was it what this is. Well, to be honest, I don't understand either. I okay. I know there was a reason. Okay. All yeah. right. That's fair. But there but to be to be fair, their first console was the Xbox and then their second console, they called it an Xbox 360. Cuz I and guess you wanted to give me grief around. about the 64 thing. What does the 360 mean? And then Cuz they didn't they didn't make 360 other versions of that. Right. It was a 360 degree pivot in a circle. That's just a circle with an X in it. 
I don't know. Um, but it gets better because their next console, they they started over and they just called it the Xbox One. That sounds dumb. Yeah. You should have. That should have been the first Xbox, right? And then the next Xbox would be the Super Xbox, mm-hmm. and then you'd have the Xbox sixty four. Well, it would have more computing power than sixty four bits for the time. That but, that seems ridiculous. But at least the, Microsoft at least eventually figured out their naming scheme because the the next uh, series of consoles they just called Xbox Series. Series, like World Series, like just, uh, just series. The this the there's two versions. One that's actually more powerful. That's a Series X, and then the less powerful one that doesn't have a disk drive. You just download video games from the internet. Is the Series wait, S? What? what? I, that that you just said a whole bunch of things there that I, I absolutely yeah. no framework for. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like they they download. What what is downloading? It's um, if you take the memory off of a cartridge and saved it onto your, if if you loaded it into your RAM and you left it there on your RAM and you didn't need a cartridge for that, that would be downloading that information. That that doesn't. I just don't. I don't see how that works. That you need a lot of RAM. Yes. Do consoles come with how much do they come with now? I'm not even sure. Gigabytes of extra storage. Gigabytes, like, dude, what world are you living in, man? Like, this is yeah. this is weird. Like, I feel like you, are you sure 500. it's only been like you sure it's only 2023. It's not like 3023. Yeah, no, it's it's 20. 20- 23. I, I played with the Nintendo 64 when I was younger. I still remember the days. Um, but again, I don't want to take up too much of your time, Nar, and yeah, I, I really I, I appreciate guess, yeah. I'm, I'm get, I, I gotta be honest, I'm getting a little tired. Like This is yeah. kind of like, this has been a lot tonight. It's been a yeah. lot. Well, th- let me just allow you the, the final words. What would you say to someone who says that, who looks back on the Nintendo 64 and says that, oh, I don't think I could get into that console. It doesn't have the modern conveniences that we have nowadays. It'd be like, you don't know what's good for you. It's, okay. You, you don't know what's good for you. Like hmm. you obviously aren't, aren't a healthy person and uh, you don't know what's good for you. Okay. I, I would also direct a lot of our listeners that um, if you don't own a Nintendo 64 console yourself, there are plenty of games available on Nintendo Switch Online. Of Nintendo 64 games, a number of the games that we talked about today are available there. Um, you are saying a lot of things. More modern I, absolutely, I have no idea. You sound like a crazy person. I just want people to know that some of the best games that were only available on Nintendo 64 can still be played today. So I want to well, of honor course you, your you legacy. Bring out your sixty four. You hook it up to your TV. You put the cartridge in. Boom! There you go. Yeah. Right, but if you don't own a cartridge, there are some easier ways to to play these. How games can you nowadays. play? Uh, you, you are you're losing me here, man. Yeah, I know you said the thing about like the the RAM and stuff, but it's like yeah. I, I'm just you know what? This is beyond me. This is beyond me. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like I, I just I'm tired. 
it's been a lot going on, but the process. So, mm-hmm. well, your legacy is still felt today. So Good. we appreciate you, Nar. It should be. It's 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 an impressive legacy. Mm-hmm. I'm not well, saying that because I have like a chip on my shoulder or anything, but you know, it's it's hard being the best. Just inside, right? That that's where you keep your chips. No, nah, that's terrible. It's <laughs> it's horrible. You you should feel bad. Thanks. I'll be here all night. Yeah, I won't be. So you you gonna like end this thing? Are we done talking, or do you have more stuff to say? No, we're we're done. I I appreciate your time here. So the the only things that I I would like to uh, address our listeners that if you have any questions or if you want to discuss more of Nintendo sixty four, you can reach out to us in a number of different ways here at the Backlog Breakdown. Our email address is thebacklogbreakdown at gmail dot com. On Twitter, our handle is at bbdowncast. We have an Instagram account that's the Backlog Breakdown. Our Facebook group is the hashtag Backlog Book Club, and then we have a Discord where we like to hang out. The link for that is in the show notes of this episode. And then if you'd like to reach out personally, I generally on the internet go by Broccolope. And my co-host goes by Nate underscore McKeever. I'd like to, that's, once that's again... That's a lot of words. And I don't know what most of them meant. Mm, did, no, there wasn't a way to connect to the internet. Huh. Okay. Well, I mean, I know what the internet is. Okay. I, I saw that. Like I, I told you the, about the Nintendo 64 thing. Right. So, but that's you're telling me all that stuff's on the internet. Yes. Okay. Yeah, humans like to live their lives on the internet nowadays. That sounds like not a great thing. No, it's not. Yep. Well, thank you for listening, and everyone, keep beating down your backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. What's that supposed to be? Like, you keep saying these things, and I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Are we done?